You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, you try to play tough. I mean, uh, push our guys around and talk shit, but uh, we we can do that too. Uh, and we show them uh, as soon as they, they they came back here that we we can push guys around too. Uh, we can talk shit as well. So what are you gonna do about it? And we can get a win with it. So what you gonna do about it? Oh, game four, you're coming back again. Well, it's gonna happen again. We win the game, we talk shit and we push around. So what are you gonna do about it? So that's what happened. Uh, we can do it too. We can be physical, but we can win games as well. And now we're coming to your home to win this game again. They send you on vacation. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast, a uh, a series clinching <laughs> edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. It's your man E Dub back in the building one more time for the Atlanta Hawks as they send the Knicks home packing. <laughs> Yes, you can imagine there is probably a lot of angry Timberland shoes flying in the air, a lot of spit flying, and uh, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, bravado as they walking out of the Madison Square Garden. 
Listen, Hawks take care of business tonight. And I was supposed to start this podcast like about 15 minutes ago. It's now 1130. I was just watching all of the memes coming. (laughs) All of the memes uh, (laughs) of Trey Young stomping on the New York City skyline. And oh, my gosh, man, you guys have been on one tonight, man. But you know how we do. You know the drill. I'm going to be talking uh, this series clinching game for the Atlanta Hawks. Next up is the Philadelphia 76ers. We're not even going to talk about that right now. We're going to talk about getting the New York Knickerbockers up out of here. Getting them up out of here. And listen, I I went on the Sports Mob radio show about a week and a half ago. I predicted the Hawks in six. They did it in five. I'm a little disappointed because I don't like to be wrong. I don't like to be wrong. But I guess I can I guess I can take care of it. I guess I can take care of it. But yeah, salute to the Atlanta Hawks. Salute to one Mr. Nate McMillan. Um I'm gonna play some I'm gonna see if I can play some sound uh for Nate McMillan uh after in the second segment. But Hawks get the win, 103-89. to 89. Trey Young, again, 36 points, 9 assists. Uh, total team effort, though, man. Total team effort. Um, yeah, man. It's just a good win for the Atlanta Hawks and good for the organization. And, uh, yeah, man, 103-89. to 89. First things first, <clears throat> a lot of what we do is on the social media front. So we invite you, we invite you, we invite you. To rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast, we're available on all your streaming platforms, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcast. Give us five stars. If you don't, uh, we'll have to come to your house and tie you up and, and throw some Timberland boots at you. <laughs> I'm kidding, kidding. But yeah, um, subscribe to the pod when you see the pod on when you see the links. Go ahead and uh, retweets and reshares are always appreciated. And uh, yeah, man. Hawks are going to the second round. So let's uh, not waste any more time and get into this recap of the basketball game tonight in Madison Square Garden. Before the game, um, of course, um, the, 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 <laughs> the headlines, the headlines, the headlines. Clint Capella made with his comments saying, look, man, tell you, they want to talk. They want to be all bad. We about to go to New York. We about to send them cats on vacay. <laughs> he said they about to send them on vacay, bruh. And uh, I loved it. I loved every minute of it. Even if they, even if they were wrong, man, you got you have to show some bravado. You know what I'm saying? You got to show some confidence when you're in the playoffs. That's what he did. And everybody that spoke after the game said, "Look, man, we had to, we had to get we had to get Clint's back." You know. I thought Clint played. I thought Clint played a really good game tonight, but um, yeah, they definitely had his back tonight. And definitely took care of business. Um, first quarter for the um, Hawks and Knicks. It, it, it was very typical of how the first quarter have gone all throughout the season. Hawks were shooting uh, really cold from that, from, especially from downtown. Shot not were one from eleven uh, from the three point range. 
Um, both teams scored 21 points, shot 30% from the field. I thought even though the Hawks weren't hitting, I thought they were getting decent shots. It just seemed like they just weren't falling. I didn't think that they were rushing. I thought the offense looked good. I thought Trey was doing a good job of of getting guys in places. But they just weren't making shots. And sometimes it's like that. The same thing for the Knicks. I mean, they shot 30% too. So uh, first half was just kind of a draw. You kind of knew by the time these guys played their, what, this is what, game five? By the time these guys play game five, they know each other's plays. They know each other's spots. They know each other so well. So sometimes it's just a matter of who's going to make the shot. I expected the Knicks to maybe come out and play a little bit better in that first quarter. Um, just because, look, man, this is do or die for y'all. This is do or die. And what let me know how things were kind of going to go was kind of a little bit in the second quarter and more so in that third quarter. So the second quarter, the Hawks outscored the Knicks 31-26. to 26. Their shots start to fall a little bit more. Um, they're able to get to the line. They got to the line 11 times in that second quarter compared to the Knicks two times. And again, listen, I've said this all season long. And, and um, not all season, all series long. I apologize. Kenny Smith brought it up at halftime. And we've said to go back and listen to the previous podcast. Every shot that the Knicks take are tough shots, even when they go in. Like Julius Randle, you know, he, he is like the master of just taking bad shots. I mean, even the shots that he hit were like difficult shots, you know. I don't think he had he I don't think he had many very easy buckets all series long. And that matters, right? Especially when you're trying to shoot yourself out of a little slump, you know, taking fadeaway threes in the corner with a hand in your face. It's not ideal, you know. And they hit some of those shots, they did, you know. But uh, I just thought and when you look at the totality of how they were running their offense, uh, it just didn't seem sustainable to me. It did not seem sustainable. Um, Hawks were getting to the line. Trey Young got to the line, uh, took five foul shots in that quarter, hit all five of them. Uh, Hunter got to the line. Capella, uh, Gallo got to the line 11 times and shot nine uh, and made nine of them. And when you're shooting similar uh, in percentage, uh, those those times you guys have a line is big. It's big. Um, as far as the Knicks were concerned, they only got to the line twice. Uh, RJ Barrett took two free throws. He made both of them. But, like, you know, what else you got, you know? Uh, I think in this game we saw Derrick Rose start to come down to earth. <laughs> he started to come down to earth. Um, he had been playing out of his mind this whole series. And again, you guys know me. I've been a big fan of a big supporter of D Rose, but I think this was the game where the legs finally caught up to him. Um, Reggie Bullock started to, uh, I guess you could say he kind of picked up the slack for Derrick Rose, but it just wasn't going to be sustainable. He he shot four of eight, and, and I'm going into halftime right now. Halftime score was fifty-two to forty-seven. Um, Reggie Bullock was four of eight from the field, four of six from three. And at the halftime, I said to myself, man, Reggie Bullock's playing really good. But if they expect Reggie Bullock to shoot threes their way to victory, it's not going to happen. 
right? It's just it's simply not going to happen. Julius Randle starting to play a little bit better. He was 15 points at half, 10 boards, had a double double. Um, but there was no Batman. There was no Robin to his Batman tonight. No Robin. I mean, it, I guess you could say it was Reggie Bullock, but again, that's not sustainable. How he's shooting is just not sustainable. Um, you didn't really, you didn't really get anything from your bench in that first half. So the Hawks, listen, on the road in a closeout game, up fifty-two to forty-seven, and their guys aren't even shooting the ball that well. They're not. I mean, like they were shooting seventeen percent from three as a team. <laughs> like, and, and you're up by five on the road in New York in a closeout game. And I told him, like, yo, man, like, if these guys just start hitting, like, half of their shots, then um, it's going to be some trouble. It's going to be some trouble. And, again, just like the four previous games before, the third quarter was the pivotal quarter of the game. I thought the third quarter, the Hawks really played – Amazing defense. I thought it was amazing defense. They sure as hell didn't shoot the ball that well. Right? Like, they sure they, they didn't shoot the ball that well. But listen, if you only going to score 22 points, and you but you hold the team to 15, listen, that is some defense. That third quarter, they played amazing defense. Nobody shot the ball well. Hawks shot 36%. 20, 20%, 20% from three. Nick shot 27%, 28%. I mean, they, they were just taking terrible shots. Terrible shots. I didn't listen to the Nick and Bob broadcast. I was listening to the national broadcast. But I know Nick was on that whole <laughs> taking bad shots, Stilo. Because that's what Nick does. <laughs> but yeah, man. Hawks really locked in that third quarter. And defensively, I just thought that. Specifically for me, Clint Capella, DeAndre Hunter were just the, the, the cogs to that defense. After the game, DeAndre Hunter's like, that's what I do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? DeAndre Hunter's like, yo, that's what I do. I play defense, so it ain't nothing to me. You know? And I said before the series started, I said DeAndre Hunter is the wild card. I said DeAndre Hunter is the wild card. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to play I'm going to play this this uh, sound clip for when I was on the sports radio, uh, the sports roundtable, uh, sports t- show. And this is just my comments on uh, DeAndre Hunter before this series, about a, about a, uh, probably about a week and a half ago. about this the other day, and I was like, I think DeAndre may be the wild card. Because, I mean, look, that's not pull no punches. John Collins don't want no part of Julius Randle. <laughs> like Julius, Julius Randle averaged about forty points against these uh, against these Atlanta Hawks. So I think Coach Nate is going to throw a lot of different faces at Julius. Um, this is not regular season anymore, you know. And Julius doesn't have a lot of playoff experience, so I think DeAndre Hunter might be that wild card, depending on how healthy he is, to just kind of throw a wrinkle in there, see if he can disrupt them. He moves laterally better than John Collins, so that might be a little wrinkle uh, up Nate McMillan's uh, up his sleeve. Listen, I don't like to pull out the receipts often, <laughs> but sometimes you got to pull them out. Um, 
I think what happened in the, the that series in the regular season where you didn't really have DeAndre playing, um, you had John Collins on Randall, and you had really no backup. Like, who else are you going to play on him? And DeAndre Hunter, a healthy DeAndre Hunter, made all the difference in the world. All the difference in the world. So now, listen. Now, because of that third quarter, now you're going into the fourth quarter up 74 to 62, right? 74 to 62. The Knicks are still shooting like in the 30s as far as the percent is concerned. So all you really got to do is break even in this last quarter and you getting the Knicks up out of here. You knew what time it was when Derrick Rose didn't even suit up in the fourth quarter. Those knees were shot. They were shot. He was donezo. He was donezo. Like the Knicks, the look, the Knicks' highest scorer in the in the in the fourth quarter was Alec Burks at ten points. Julius Randle in the fourth quarter went one of two and scored three points in the final session. In the final quarter, conversely, Trey Young had eighteen. I mean that's just, that's that's the story of this of the series. Their coach was better, the star was better, the role players were better, the crowd was better. Everything about Atlanta was better than New York in this series. Everything. There is not one facet where the Knicks beat the Hawks. <laughs> not one. So uh next step for the Hawks is those Philadelphia 76ers. And uh, it's going to be an interesting series. You'll, we'll probably do a pod pre- a preview pod on that as well in the coming days. But um, on to the round two. Hawks get the dub, 103-89. to 89. We're going to take a quick break. On the other side, we're going to talk a little bit of takeaways. We're going to get into our segments, Good, Bad, and Ugly, Player of the Game, Fab Five, all that jazz. You're listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast, episode 71, the uh, series ending <laughs> podcast of the Atlanta Hawks and the Hawks Beat Podcast. We'll be right back after this. This segment is brought to you by Manscaped. What's up, guys? It's your man, Edub, to once again tell you about Manscaped. Fellas, listen. It's about to be springtime in the city. Temperatures are rising. One thing you don't want, sweat coming from your man bush below the belt. Let's keep it real. The good folks over at Manscaped are here for your springtime trim. Listen, they have the waterproof lawnmower 3.0. That's going to give you that smooth bush to tush cleanup that some of you are in desperately need of. Let's keep it real. Or maybe you just need the Weed Whacker, Manscaped state-of-the-art nose and hair trimmer. They have so many products from toners to deodorant to specially designed boxers. Manscaped is doing something special for just my listeners. Go to manscaped.com, use our promo code HAWKSBEAT. Again, it's manscaped.com, use our promo code for HAWKSBEAT for 20% off and free shipping. Manscape, you'll be glad you did. I would like to start off, uh, you know, first before we take questions, just really 
uh, thanking my God for blessing me with another opportunity uh, to coach. I want to thank my family and my friends and the Hawks organization uh, for all their support uh, that they've given me uh, over this season. Um, just really feel blessed to have another opportunity uh, with a really a great group of guys to uh, coach basketball again. So uh, I want to uh, say that uh, to all those folks. That was Atlanta Hawks coach Nate McMillan after the victory over the New York Knicks. Salute to Coach McMillan, a class guy who uh, is deserving of this moment, deserving of the praise and deserving of uh, all of the good things said about him. Uh, I believe that when he left Indiana, it was kind of unceremoniously. Um, Nate can coach, man. <laughs> he can coach. He's been doing this for a long time. And um, just a, just a, just a, a, a class guy, just a class guy. And I know there's been a lot of talk about his predecessor before that came before him. But I still I still have a lot of respect for Coach Pierce. And I hope that he's able to land on his feet whenever he is ready. And, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> he, he was given a, a tough task of having to carry this team uh, throughout the rebuild. And, uh, it was just, it was his time, you know, and, and, and every, every coach has a time limit and one day it's going to be coach McMillan's time. And it's going to be somebody else's turn to, to coach this team. But for now, uh, the Hawks are in really good, in really good hands with coach McMillan. So, so salute to him for, uh, you know, just acknowledging, first of all, his God, uh, acknowledging his family, acknowledging the Hawks organization. That's just a world-class move, if you if you ask me. World-class move. Hawks Beat Podcast, episode 71. It's your man, E-Dub. Back again, talking about another Hawks victory. But a victory unlike uh, all the other ones, because uh, the, the Hawks are moving into the second round. And um, if we're going to talk takeaways, if we're going to talk takeaways is... Simply that this, I thought for me, if we're talking takeaways, I thought the thing that I'm taking away mostly from this series is that this team has grown up like we've been seeing the eggs and we've been seeing the little babies and we've been seeing the rebuild for a long time for the last three years. But now these eggs are starting to hatch and now these chickens are starting to walk and now these chickens are starting to eat and now these chickens are starting to fly. And you're seeing the, the 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 returns on the investments, the moves that one Mr. Travis Schlink has made. You know, that's one guy we haven't talked about, one guy we haven't said, one guy we haven't acknowledged. But I'm going to say his name, Travis Schlink. Get that man some credit. Give that man some credit. And I and I will say this. You got to give him credit on so many fronts, not just on, on the draft picks of Trey Young, not just on the draft picks of uh, DeAndre Hunter, the acquisitions of, of, of Clint Capella, but understanding, look, man, some of these things ain't working. 
And there are some guys that he drafted and had to get up out of here. There's some free agents that he, that, that, that he brought in and realized he had to get them up out of here. Salute to one Mr. Travis Slink. And even the move, even the move to make Nate the head coach wasn't an easy one for him. It wasn't an easy one for him. So, yeah. Salute to one Mr. Travis Slink, the Hawks GM, making the moves. Uh, building this roster into what it needed to be, uh, making the move for Rondo, bringing in Lou Will. I mean, the free agent acquisitions over the summer. Listen, this man has hit more than he's missed. <laughs> he's hit more than he's missed. So, yeah, that is uh, kind of the main takeaway is that this team has grown up, and they're ready. Like, they're ready. Like, I don't know what the situation is going to be with Philly. We're going to get into that uh, probably in another pod, but – this team is ready. This team can fight with anybody. You know, this team can fight with anybody. And I give them a puncher's chance against any team in the league right now. You know, so, yeah, those are the takeaways. As far as, uh, oh, never mind. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. All right. So uh, a big part of what we do is on the social media front. So make sure you're following us on the Twitters at HawksBeat. Going to read some of your tweets later on. Uh, when I ask you guys who was the player of the game. But before that, let's get into the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good, the bad, and the ugly. So um, <clears throat> when you're looking at tonight's game, the good is obvious. The good is obvious. You closed them out. You closed them out, Hawks fans. Atlanta Hawks, you closed them out. And uh, I think that is the the most obvious good for the night. Uh, you played with poise. You played with tenacity. You didn't let this team bully you. You didn't let them. You didn't let them push you around. Uh, you backed up your guy, and uh, that is obviously, <clears throat> excuse me, that is obviously the good for tonight. Um, as far as the bad and the ugly. Do I have a bad or the ugly? I mean, I, I I don't know if I do for tonight. Like, I really, I mean, everything really went the Hulk's way from, from top to bottom, from beginning to end. I mean, if I wanted to grab something, maybe the next uh, shooting percentage. <laughs> that was pretty bad. <laughs> I, I, I'll say that. No, I'll, I'll say this. So we're looking at the bad. No, I'll, I'll, I'll keep it Hawks, right? I'll keep it Hawks. The Hawks shot 9 of 34 tonight <laughs> from beyond the arc. That's good enough for 26%. So if I had to do a bad, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. That's going to be the bad for tonight, the Hawks' three-point shooting. Um, <clears throat> that is going to be the bad, and it's going to be the ugly because, I mean, listen, there, there's not really much to complain about tonight if you're a Hawks fan. You're moving on to the second round, so I'm not going to split hairs, you know. So that is the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, as far as a fab five is concerned, who's going to be the fab five tonight? So I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to be really creative with this fab five tonight. <laughs> the rookie Onyeko Kongu came in, played six minutes, had two block shots, scored a bucket, was one of one. And although he was not one of probably the five best players tonight, I thought that his name needs to be mentioned. So I'm going to mention Okongu's name 
salute for that rookie. Salute for that rookie. Clap it up for that rookie. Next, one Mr. Solomon Hill. Solomon only played six and a half minutes. Uh, He did not score. But I'm going to tell you why his name needs to be mentioned. After the half, (coughs) we all saw I'm kind of dealing with the hiccups. I apologize. We all saw it. Trey Young drives to the basket, kind of gets bumped, no foul. Julius Randle takes the ball and kind of tosses it in Trey's direction. You know, he didn't like it. He didn't like it too much. Words are exchanged between John Collins, you know, having his guys back. He's walking off the court, and New Orleans Noel hits Trey with a shoulder. Okay, that's how you want to play it. Trey shrugs it off, straightens his jersey like, I'm going to be all right. You know, y'all go, y'all about to get these points in the fourth quarter, though. <laughs> y'all about to get these points in the fourth quarter. So he shrugs it off. Then my guy Solomon Hill comes in, and he, <laughs> he gives New Orleans Noel his shoulder to the, to the, to the chest. To the chest. <laughs> And uh, yeah, man, for the fact I've been saying for years, I remember when that thing happened with with Trey Young and and Ariza, um, nobody really um, had his back. And and I took exception to that. Uh, You got a dog on this team now. You got a dog on this team. He's going to have your guys back. So salute to Solomon Hill. He's not part of my five five, but I had to acknowledge him and I had to acknowledge the rookie. All right, there it is. Um, I'm going to go with just the starters tonight as far as the Fab Five is concerned. I thought that they all played well. I thought that the guards, uh, they didn't shoot well. Bogey and Trey didn't shoot well, but Trey did what he had to do. Finishing with 36, and I'm going to start with Trey. Finishing with 36, getting to the line for 15 shots, making 13 of them. Respect. You know, nine assists, four turnovers, respect. You know what I mean? So, uh, Trey Young was special tonight. In, in in that last quarter, what he did to that team, closing them out, special, respect, right? And I, I just think that uh, in, the, in the final quarter, well, let me see if this is the, no, that's the third quarter. Let me see if I can put up his fourth quarter stats. Fourth quarter, fourth quarter, blah, 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 blah. There we go. Fourth quarter, Trey Young, nine and a half minutes, 18 points. (laughs) Listen, he didn't even get his full rest, and he still closed them jokers out. 18 points, one assist. When you got it going like that, man, you just got to shoot that thing. You just got to shoot that thing. And, uh, yeah, man, Trey was special tonight, 18 points in that final quarter, taking a bow in <laughs> taking a bow in Madison Square Garden, man. So yeah, Trey makes a starting five. I'm gonna go with Bogey. I could have gone with Kevin Herter though. Um, Kevin Herter had eight points. And I thought he was pretty decent. I thought he was active. Um, Bogey didn't really shoot the ball well tonight. Nine points, seven boards. But I thought Bogey had some really good defensive plays. You know. And and it kind of surprised me because you look at Clint Capella, you look at DeAndre Hunter, their defense was so was so crazy, it was so energetic. 
Like I think it kind of it kind of attached on to everybody else who doesn't even necessarily not known for their defense. So I thought Bogey played a good defensive game, and you're not gonna hear me say that a lot, you know, because he's known for his shooting. So yeah, man, Bogey's gonna get up in there uh, as far as the five five is concerned. Uh, next up, we got to go with DeAndre Hunter. I thought DeAndre Hunter next to Clint Capella might have been the Hawks' best two way player all game. Fifteen points, the way he deed up. Um, <clears throat> The way he did up uh, Julius Randle, I thought he was probably. You can make an argument that he was some of the player. He could have been your player of the game. So uh, salute to DeAndre Hunter. I thought that his his story um, of him being injured and missing all those games, coming back for the playoffs, and and just contributing the way he has, I thought it was special, man. So salute to the young guy, man. Totally outplaying R.J. Barrett, the guy drafted ahead of him. You know, all season long, all series long, yeah, I'll play R.J. Barrett. Uh, John Collins, 13 points, 7 boards, big down low. Clint Capella, 14 points, 15 boards, big down low. You know, two 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 block shots. And, and, and what Clint brings on the defensive side of the ball is just unmatched. His skill set cannot be duplicated. It just can't. Nobody on this team can do what Clint Capella does at the level that he does it. 14 points, 15 assists. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the starters tonight for my Fab Five. But, again, shouts out to Solomon Hill. Shouts out to the rookie, Onyeka Okongwu. Okay? So, that leaves us with the player of the game. So, let's go to our Twitter and see what your responses were when I asked who was the player of the game. Let me see if I can pull this up. My Twitter's acting a little funny, funny. Again, if you are on the Twitters, if you are on the Twitters, <laughs> make sure you're following the Hawks beat on uh, Twitter. And, uh, yeah, let us know what the deal is. Let us know. We'll give you a follow. We'll give you a follow back. All right. So, meet at meet underscore the woo. Said Kevin Herter was his player of the game. Trevor Prevat. I apologize if I'm mispronouncing that. He said Clint Capella. Uh, Rob Chai underscore ATL said Trey. And he said Capella backed his shit up, though. Okay, I see you. <laughs> Benjamin P32 said Big O and Capella. All right. C Trim 49 said Clint Capella. A lot of votes for Trent Capella tonight. Uh, I thought he did have a good game. You know, he talked he talked to trash. He talked to talk and walked the walk. Our guy, DJ uh, Food and Drink, says Capella, said talked it, walked it, set the tone early. Another vote for Capella, last name Penn. Thanks for checking us out. Nate Blanchett. Uh, <laughs> he got jokes. He said, talking about Bruno here, right? <laughs> it was very funny. Shout out to Bruno. Uh, I am DJ Yogi. Always checks in. My guy said Clint Capella. Let's read a few more. A few more. And let's see who we got. Juan Tom Soup 0916 says Trey. And uh, let's see who else. Who else? Who else? The real Ben Cohen says Hunter played both sides of the ball with gusto. So uh, thank you guys for checking us out and following us on Twitter. Uh, make sure if you're if you're listening to the pod, make sure you follow us as well. And uh, yeah, man, we appreciate the love as always. Before we end this segment, I have to give a special shout out to um, 
Let me see if I can pull them up. Let me see real quick. I apologize. Seven six apparel. So if you're on Twitter at seven six apparel, um, they do t-shirts, custom t-shirts. Um, shout out to them because they're sending me a free t-shirt about the new ATL uh, ATL State Stripes T. So uh, I retweeted that. Uh, you're gonna see pictures of that. We may do some collabs in the future. Shout out to Seven Six Apparel, y'all. Make sure y'all follow them on Twitter. You'll be hearing more about them once I talk with them and see if we can form a little partnership. So yeah, man, it's all about scratching each other's back, man, and making this thing work for everybody. So um, that is our second segment. We will be back in the third segment just to wrap things up. You're listening to the Hawks Podcast. Ooh, blah blah blah. blah. <laughs> You're listening to the Hawks Podcast, episode seventy-one of season seven. We'll be right back. This segment is brought to you by Dow Family Wellness. Are you dealing with pain? No, I'm not talking about the pain when your team loses a ball game. I'm talking about back pain, neck pain. <laughs> well, listen, you need to go see our guy, Dr. Rick, the chiropractor of the Hawks Beat podcast. Whether you've been in an auto accident, you may be an expecting mother, suffering from migraines, any type of neck pain or back pain. Dr. Rick is here to help. Dr. Rick and the good folks over at Dow Family Wellness use the latest in computerized technology to diagnose your issues, and they have affordable cash plans. Here's what he's doing for our listeners. Consultation, exam, digital pics, computer scans, and an adjustment, all for $37. Yep, I said it first time visit, $37. So call our guy, Dr. Rick. 470-395-3478. That's 470-395-3478. Stop letting that pain fester. Call Dr. Rick at Dow Family Wellness. Tell him the Hawks Beat sent you and take the first step to living pain-free. This segment is brought to you by Tillman's Trinkets and Things. Custom jewelry ships straight to your doorstep. Every piece will be uniquely yours. So if you are looking for some custom bracelets or necklaces, go see our guy Jonathan at TillmansTrinketsAndThings.com. Again, that's TillmansTrinketsAndThings.com. Tell him the Hawksbeat sent you. You'll be happy you did. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sure by the time the Hawks reach down in back home in Atlanta, uh, it will be nothing but business and shifting their focus to the Philadelphia 76ers. The Philadelphia 76ers took care of the Washington Wizards tonight, 129 to 112. Listen, one key story that you're going to have to follow, and we're going to talk about this uh, in the coming days is the health of one Mr. Joel Embiid. He is uh, he is the engine that makes that Philly thing move, man. And if he's not right, listen, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. So um, we're going to talk about that a little bit more. Maybe I'm going to see if I can get some. Uh, maybe I'll see if I can get a guest on and talk a little Philly basketball 
and uh, maybe we'll go from there. But make sure you follow us on all of our social media platforms. Subscribe to our YouTube. Subscribe to the Twitter. And uh, we just thank you guys for all the support, man. Word on the street is that game one is going to be June 6th. So um, that's Sunday. So I don't know. Uh, if that is true or not, I, I will definitely confirm that and I will definitely put that out there uh, in case, uh, you know, just I'll just put that out there once I hear from the Hawks, once I hear from the league. So looks like it's probably going to be June 6th. If not, uh, apply soon afterwards. They don't waste a lot of time going from from round one to round two. So that's just kind of what it is. So, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for checking out the Hawks podcast Again, retweets and reshares are always appreciated. I appreciate you spreading the love. I appreciate you checking out the podcast and supporting us the way you do. So, like we say at the end of every podcast, God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. So, if you don't know him, you need to find him and show him love. Because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace. New York. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.